This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. The siren is blasting. We're in the backyard. We're starting with an, on an alarming note. Uh, there is some sort of emergency. That There's honking sirens. They've been going for a little while now, so hopefully that sets the mood for the entire podcast. Ah, uh, what is happening? I mean, the sirens keep going. I can't can't imagine what's going on. But uh, I, I do want to make an audio record of, uh, for when I listen to this next, I hope that I've thrown away the cottage cheese in my fridge. It's been too long. I have to commit to just removing it. Uh, so hopefully it's gone by the time that this is out. Otherwise, it'll have been in my fridge for three months. I think that's all we have to talk about. The sirens have cooled down. And let's get into the podcast. I truly adore today's guest. It's Chris Thayer. Chris. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm sorry about the siren situation. Yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate that. <laughs> it's I mean, a, a more than... It's still going. <laughs> it's uh, been going for before we began recording. Yeah. It's like they don't, they don't want this to happen. You <laughs> know, they they know there's going to be some truth bombs <laughs> going off today. We're both going to reveal too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is maybe the most noise that's happened in this backyard. Well, now we have a helicopter, <laughs> just for anybody at home who's wondering, is that a plane? No. That sounds a... to me like a plane. No, that's probably a helicopter. If that were a plane, I think the engines would be on fire or something. Okay. Our first fight. <laughs> Ten years. And it, and it won't be the last. Ten years, and it's been smooth sailing until now. I've been saving up for this podcast before you even had it. <laughs> Just building. Well, before the show even began, you started picking at me about my choice of brunch. Well, yeah, your location of brunch. <laughs> uh, you're up here in your, your little ivory tower, and then uh, you have a brunch spot that you like to suggest for meeting up, and I never made the connection that it's two measly blocks from your house and <laughs> you can just roller skate over there it's good food though where's a good in between between us somewhere between if you're going to throw a stone i need some sort of yeah between the two of us i would say probably the home depot in cypress park <laughs> get a hot dog at the hot dog yes. depot yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know have you ever had a hot dog at the home depot 
I think I've been tempted to get a hot dog at the Home Depot, and they're always closed when I'm open to it. Right. I don't know what their hours of operation are, because I feel like I'm usually there during the day when yeah. you would purchase a hot dog. I really don't know. But I, I think I would get a hot dog if it okay. was open to me. Next time we meet up, we <laughs> we'll are going to meet up and get a hot dog at Home Depot. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the mood. You, you know, when you're at a Home Depot, you're like in the outdoor mood. Yeah. You're probably working on a project or something. And so the idea of something coming off a grill kind of makes sense. Yeah. You're like, I'm eating guy food. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I'm... Uh, I was at the Home Depot earlier, actually. Today? I had to do some uh, home projects. I had to buy spackle because this... I've been putting nails through all of my walls. Okay. And <laughs> Go I... on. <laughs> Is, some, is something wrong? I, I was hanging some things in the living room. Oh, okay. Unbelievably stressful. The hanging process. Does it stress you out at all? Yeah. My girlfriend and I have been rearranging. My girlfriend is Anna Saragina. Former guest of the podcast. Former guest of the podcast. Um, there's also a saw going on in the background. I just want to acknowledge <laughs> and that. And there's also a, there's a very strong chance there's going to be a garbage truck coming through. It's garbage day. Okay, great. Yeah, so we have been moving furniture around in the house and reorganizing the living room and stuff. And we took some pictures off the wall to move some stuff around. And I was about to go out of town the other day. And like the last night before I was leaving, she was wanting to put the pictures back up. And I think it was actually, it might have been Valentine's Day. And I, I was just kind of like, you know, <laughs> I, I think we should just have a nice night. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's... I think this is going to get out of hand if if we try to do this project together. We should just leave it alone. Did you do it? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I just got back. <laughs> That's so incredible. We'll we'll get to it, but... Oh, that, I mean, you made such an incredible call. Yeah. Because last night I said to Jim, we should hang these things. And he's like, let's not do it tonight. It's going to take hours. And I thought, I said, it'll take 15 minutes. Yeah. Could not have been more wrong. It was probably an hour and a half. Really? Very tense. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't necessarily take that long, but it's the the tension. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's uncomfortable, but it sort of is. I think it's, I mean, it's because you both probably have a slightly different idea of how even to put a nail in the wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Jim and I have very different ideas of how to put a nail in a wall. Uh, he comes in through the back of the wall. <laughs> he drills through the other side. He's like, you got to get in between the two walls. I'll come through the roof. And I'll shoot the pointy side out. No, I like, I, I really want them to be in straight. And he thinks, you know, if it's straight enough, that's fine. We're talking about the picture or the nail? <laughs> <laughs> kind of both. Okay, actually. okay. I mean, more the nail. And he's, with the nails, he's like, as long as it's kind of in there correctly, it'll be fine. I'm usually going in at an angle. I'm going in at a full angle, and that's okay. my problem. I thought you meant... Okay, I'm okay. trying to get it in straight, of course. All right, all right. But are you doing an angle on purpose? Yeah. Oh, no. See, this is why I shouldn't be doing this at all. Yeah, I'm going in, you know, I got like a... 45 degree angle okay. on the nail and that way gives the the string or the oh my god hook or whatever something to hang on oh no oh, i hung four things incorrectly then oh i mean god. they seem okay well you're gonna be rehanging four things <laughs> I probably cleaning up some glass i mean we re we rehung and rehung and that's why there were holes in the wall yeah and so then i'm spackling behind the pictures are just an absolute mess at this <laughs> point um so 
what I had to spackle is far up enough that I could just do kind of a crappy, my level of quality job. Uh-huh, no one will notice. Uh-huh. But the moment we take this off, we'll have to hire painters or something. Someone's yeah. going to have to reconstruct the walls. There goes the value of the house, really. <laughs> just straight down the <laughs> There goes your investment. Um, where did you go out of town? I went to San Francisco. Oh. I was doing shows. How long are you up there for? Yeah, it was Wednesday through Saturday night. It was a weekend with another comic. And then yesterday I did like, or on Sunday I did this local showcase that they have up there. And then after the Sunday show, I drove to Santa Cruz and then I came back yesterday. How do you feel about San Francisco at this point? You spent, you lived there for a long time. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It made me sort of miss it. I don't know that it makes me want to move back necessarily, but yeah, I just was like, man, I can't believe I lived in such a beautiful place that's so like walkable and has public transit and it's mm. accessible. And I was like really blown away by the tap water. <laughs> <laughs> Is the tap water good? It was really good. And you yeah. don't like LA tap water. No, it's horrible. <laughs> I've, I mean, this has been a discussion on this podcast before. I Maybe I just have like a uh, water taste blindness or something uh-huh. because I, I really never noticed a difference in tap water. Oh my gosh. We got to get you up there. <laughs> We got to drive you halfway and have you do a taste test. <laughs> Meet me halfway with a jar of water. Yeah, yeah. It really is that much of a difference, though? Absolutely. Yeah. Here, I'm like, oh, I'm drinking pool water. <laughs> the chlorine is just... Just incredibly... Yeah. Uh, are you filtering your water here? Yeah. See, I don't know that I notice a difference. I, I think the only difference I notice is that the filtered water in my fridge is cold. Yeah. Uh, and then the tap water is room cold? temperature. I mean, cold does make quite a difference. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a wine or something. <laughs> it is. You let it aerate and breathe, sort of reach room temperature, and you're like, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> but when it's cold, you're like, ooh, is this mountain spring water? I really think like a cold water is, I mean, even the worst water will be improved to yeah. drinkability if it's cold. I agree. I've noticed recently how sensitive my teeth are after brushing my teeth, and then I drink cold water. Have you had that experience? No, I think I'm not going straight to water after brushing my teeth. You should try it. It's uh, it's a shock to the system. You're doing that instead of like cold water shower. You just uh, you have just... a sip of cold water in the morning and you're like, woo. The other day, actually, I um, I wash the dog like every 10 days uh-huh. and she. I have to beg her. I have to drag her. I have to do, I basically trick her to get into the shower. Yeah. And she's fine with it once we're in there. But I got her into the shower the other day, and I have to put medicated shampoo on her that stays on her for 10 minutes. Uh So I had gotten all the shampoo on. I had tricked her, dragged her in, and then the shampoo was on, and I turned the water back on, and the water heater had turned off. Oh, no. Ice cold water. I might as well have just been tasing her. Yeah. I mean, like, the trust you have to build to get the dog in the (laughs) shower. I felt awful. Absolutely terrible. How did that play out? I, I don't know that I'll be able to get her back in the shower. Oh, no. You don't have any pets. No, I don't. Do you or Anna have any interest in a pet? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sort of open to the possibility of getting a pet. Anna, I think, really wants a dog. And when she was growing up, she had like 250-pound dogs. Oh, okay. uh, the, the number, the way you just played out the numbers could have gone in any direction. I was thinking 250 dogs. Yeah, yeah. But yet she had 250, 300 pounds 300 pounds worth of dog. What kind of dogs were they? I can't remember the name right now, but... They're just these massively large dogs. That's a huge dog. I don't even weigh that much. No, I, neither do I. Yeah. We've both, see, we've both now revealed something. Yeah. The truth falls. So if there's any casting directors listening, just kidding. Looking for slight men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
in her experience, she grew up, yeah, with these huge dogs. And those were almost like her siblings because she was an only child. Okay. And for me, I didn't grow up with pets. And I saw this kid get mauled when I was a kid. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I saw this kid get mauled by like a Rottweiler or a Doberman, Doberman oh. Pinscher or something like that. And um, he had to get like stitches in his head. Right. The top of his head uh. was where he got bit. So for me, I was I was like traumatized mm-hmm. for a long time and... Now I'm like, you know, a small dog would be okay. Sure. And she's like, it could be bigger. Anytime we see a dog out in public, I'm like, that one's cute. She's like, yeah, it could be bigger. <laughs> and then she sees a dog and I'm like, yeah, it could be smaller or maybe cut into four different dogs. So what like size are you comfortable with? A chihuahua, like a beagle-sized dog? I mean, yeah, either of those. I think this like tiny dogs don't really appeal to me, right. but... It kind of depends on personality too, mm-hmm. you know? Like I was staying with my friend in Oakland this last weekend and they have this little like chihuahua, like, I don't know, some combination of, it's just like a lap dog. Right, right. And it's like so sweet, but it's so tiny, you know? But it was great. And I think up to like 35, 35. maybe pounds. That I is... just like, once it can knock stuff over, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable anymore. I don't well, feel safe with that. A little chihuahua running around the furniture and jumping up on a lamp. That could be a thing. I mean, and I will also say as far as mauling, I didn't witness it happen, but I you grew up with a kid it. who a small dog mauled his face. Wow. So I, you can't, a dog, I mean. <laughs> what, what, whose side are you on here? <laughs> Everyone's. Okay. I want everyone you want us to, to be win safe. Here. I see. Where were you when you saw this kid get mauled by a dog? Uh, so I was in the first apartment complex I remember living in, and I was like maybe five or six or something like that. And my mom was bringing groceries in from the car, so I was waiting with some of the groceries. Okay. And she was going to go back and get some more. So I was standing by this tree in the courtyard of our apartment complex, and about fifty to hundred feet away was our neighbor's door. She had only closed the screen to go to the laundry room Mm -hmm. and she had this big dog. And this kid that lived in our apartment complex and my cousin who was visiting, teasing the dog. Oh, okay, well. They were like sticking their tongues out and you know, (laughs) like, you can't bite us. (laughs) (laughs) Foreshadowing. And um, the dog, all it had to do is stand up on its hind legs and open the door and it just like the door just easily came open and the two kids split in opposite directions so my cousin got away and this kid got bit and it's a real sliding doors situation yeah screen door situation (laughs) uh, it was you know mortifying and then on top of that sometime within the following week i was at a neighbor's house where I ha- like some neighbor would babysit me or something. And um, I remember her really insisting that it was my fault. Your fault? Yeah. You were just a bystander. Yeah. If you had gotten involved, you would have been mauled as well. I don't even know if she realized that I wasn't my cousin or something, <laughs> but that's like a- abuse. Yeah, it's <laughs> like child abuse. Psychological. Yeah. I, rem- I, rem- I remember I was like sobbing. Oh, like, she, was, no. she was like, You're, this is your fault. You're responsible. And I was like, but I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i there was a woman in my neighborhood growing up who was attacked by a dog named chauncey uh-huh but she was horrible so yeah. i didn't feel bad about that 
I think that it's a, oh, then our dog Shamrock bit a neighbor child, but it was less of a, a mauling and more of a bite. Yeah, like easy, a nip. easy for you to say, trying to keep it alive. <laughs> oh, it was less of a mauling and more of a lick with the teeth. <laughs> Little kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, speaking of feeling guilty for injuring somebody as a child, okay, I, I didn't say that I did any of that. I know, but I'm, go- I'm going to try to make you feel better. Okay, well, let's not let's not paint it in a different light. You know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of being responsible for that kid getting bit, which you definitely were, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm going to you're going to feel incredible. Okay. This is going to resolve a lot of trauma for you. <laughs> OK, I was going down the uh, what were those slides called? The slip and slide. Yeah, uh, yeah. the slip and slide with our neighbor, Kimberly, who mm-hmm. was probably twice my size. Uh-huh. And she got one of those uh, bungee cords with the hooks on the ends. Oh. And she wanted like to this. play a train. She wanted to do trains, so she held on to one end and I held on to the other. But I was the caboose. My weak little arms, halfway down the slide, let go of it, hit her in the back of the head. <laughs> she had to get like 30 stitches. I just ran away, and then their truck goes sailing past the house. I didn't feel guilty. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I, I kind of wasn't my fault. She should have known better. Wow. And you're how old? I think I was five, six. And you're already a sociopath. <laughs> I mean, that it starts impressive. young. Yeah, it starts there. And then next you're... thing you know, people, hey, meet me uh, near my, uh, not near my house, just at this place I like. <laughs> and I don't feel any ounce yeah. of guilt. Yeah, not a single bit of remorse. <laughs> a life of sociopath. Yeah. Um, what was I going to, oh, I was going to ask you if you have ever had stitches. No. No? I, I've never, oh, I broke a bone when I was like two. A screen door. There's a lot of screen door trauma, actually. Now I'm realizing now that <laughs> we're getting Screen doors are this. actually dangerous. I guess so. They're flimsy. They're flying around. I feel like you don't see them so much anymore. But no, nobody has a screen door these days. But uh, Because they're so dangerous, yeah. probably. <laughs> but I got hit by a screen door and broke my arm, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how heavy it was or what. But And when you're that young, I feel like your bones are a little bit more rubbery. Yeah. I think, I mean, so I don't have any residual you know, effect from that, but I haven't had any stitches. No, I just, that's the only broken bone I've had. And I probably no memory of it. No, not at all. I've just seen pictures. That's the only reason I know about it. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of stitches. What's your worst? Um, my worst one was, uh, my brother threw a PVC pipe at me, uh, hit me right near my eye. Uh-huh. He was trying to show off for our neighbor, Janine. Okay. <laughs> Are they together now? <laughs> they're, they're married. They've got six kids. Wow. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, no, he hit me. I mean, all of my stitches, I think, are, and God bless him, I love my brother, but I think they're all because of him. Wow. The other time he was dragging me around in a laundry basket. To impress another woman? <laughs> the woman he's currently having an affair with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, I, I don't know, we were having fun, and then he pulled it back, and of course I like hit the corner of a wall or something. Now, do you hope he feels bad? I hope that he never stops feeling guilty about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to say uh, yeah, about it. It does this. sound a little like the slip and slide incident, but. I mean, I think there's only room in every family for one sociopath, so I took that position. Huh. And he's probably just regretting it every day of his life. Yeah. Um, it feels good. But I do, I think I do now because of the PVC thing, have a real fear of things going through my head. Like, my number one fear, like, is like pulling my head back up and having something like a nail go through my head. Imp- like imp- impaling you. Yeah, like, is that impaling? Yeah, I, think I guess it's that's a light lightweight impaling. impaling, partial <laughs> impalement. I guess it's just stabbing. If uh, Impaling feels like it goes all the way through, right? Right. And like, I feel like impaling kind of needs to go neck down. Like waist Below up, the, neck okay. down. Below the neck. 
right? Okay, like but torso. it can't be. It can't be below the waist. <laughs> no, I think that's another category. But uh, you don't get like. Imp- <laughs> but like through your bladder or something, you're like, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> that's a different thing. Let's see, below. I guess maybe. Below your torso. Below your torso, including, uh, but not limited to your taint. <laughs> Your asshole. <laughs> that's a different category. You think that's a different that's category? That's a different category. I'm, con- I'm saying this is all but, one, you know, like... Well, you're currently... Oh, I guess if you're going up straight through, but then that's <laughs> like a shish kebab. That. I wasn't even thinking that's about that. That's a kebab type situation, or corn on the cob kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a... What, I think that there probably is a different... For a vertical versus horizontal. But God, that goes all the way... Up through your skull. I'm sorry to the listener. This is not. That's got to be bad. Pleasant imagery. Uh, I actually did get uh, stabbed in the head like that. How? I'm trying to think of what it was that we were playing with. A screwdriver. Okay. Yep. Yep. yep Classic yep. toy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you know, kids' games, much <laughs> like the caboose or something like that. You just come up with stuff, and it's like, yeah, obviously somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> I was in this kid's backyard. He had like a big box and we were like, oh, let's play magician. Oh my God. This So (laughs) magician, you know, I pop my head up, the screwdriver lifts up. When he goes down with the screwdriver, my head goes down. Ah. Never the twain shall meet, right? (laughs) Wrong. And so I get stabbed in the, in the head. Um, You know, it like doesn't go through my skull or anything, but it was enough to... Uh draw blood and that was enough to like scare the shit out of me right he was freaked out and then like you know there's blood coming from like under my hair (laughs) your wig (laughs) yeah like down over my eyes basically and i'm just like screaming like crazy so yeah but no stitches or anything i was going to say my sister got stitches from playing magician really some other we had like a trap door or something over a desk and of course Someone's going to fall through the trap door and hit yeah. their head on the side of the desk. Uh, you had a trap door in your or was, house? Or was it my neighbor, Jenny? It was a little girl. You had a trap door in your house? Uh, we had a trap door. It was a piece of cardboard, I believe. Like between the bed and the desk or oh, something. Okay. And someone's oh, walking over it. I, see, and I, see. I don't even know how that works as a magician trick. Uh, yeah. Children are... I think... <laughs> yeah, it's like if someone doesn't get injured, then that is magic. That's the magic. That is the magic. <laughs> And a lot of times it just doesn't work. <laughs> wow, I'm really impressed that you haven't had a single stitch. That's good me for too. You. But I'm also like incredibly fearful and not very uh, daring. Oh sure. I so mean, neither am I. Yeah. Who do you think I am? Well, I also didn't. This is a, an older sibling of yours. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I was the oldest sibling. Oh, who's usually the aggressor? Yeah, not me. But uh, <laughs> well, kind of. But you didn't have somebody to aggress at you. No. I feel like you have a good relationship with both your siblings. I kind of do, yeah. We're not, like, incredibly close, but I'm trying, man. You all get along. I'm trying. I feel like you get along as adults. You, uh, because why? We post a picture once every year and a half on Instagram? <laughs> no, because, like, every time I you, they ever come up, it's like, oh, they seem to have, like, adult relationships with each other. We're trying, yeah. I think so. We don't really, like, hang out. My brother and sister are closer. Okay. And I'm, oh, a, little, here comes the envy. I'm a little jealous, yeah. <laughs> well, we're half-siblings. Oh, My brother right, and right. sister have the same dad. I have a different dad. So they grew up together. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, quite a bit older. So I, like, moved out during their formative years. Mm, so they're right. just, like, 
a little more bonded than you just became I was incre- able to be. increasingly distant. And- yeah. So I'm just like the weird old guy that's Mm-mm. like, hey guys, love ya. <laughs> I'm sure they adore you. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? Uh, I, I mean, there is something I want to talk about. Go on. I was so excited to have you here today. Yeah. We've so known each other here. for a very long time. Yeah. Um, 10 years. I, I looked into it earlier today. I was like, how long have I actually known Chris? And I think we're coming up on like our 10-year anniversary. Yeah, absolutely. So I was excited to have you here. I wanted to chat, catch up. Uh, the podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. So you come trotting into my backyard. Okay. Uh, I didn't see it like whistling, that. Whistling. Like, uh, yeah. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, look like Porky Pig, apparently. <laughs> like cloven hooves just trotting back here. <laughs> Great ass. Yeah. Great little curly ass I've got. <laughs> uh, holding a gift. Um, Beautifully wrapped. Look. Which you said you had wrapped yourself. Bragged. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't. I know you didn't ask for a gift, and because mm-hmm. we're so close, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I don't even really think about this as a gift. Oh, interesting. When I saw this thing, I said to myself, I have to return this to its rightful owner. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I'm just kind of like reuniting you <laughs> with something that was already yours. A lost piece of my past. Yeah. Okay. And well- a found piece of your future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm happy to open it here on the podcast if that's something you'd like. I would love that. Okay. It's, um, I would say it's about the size of like, it's probably a 12 by 12 yeah. square yeah, yeah. in a beautiful striped package. It yeah. says Merry Christmas to Bridger from Chris. I know you're big on Merry Christmas. I'm, you know, I'm kind of at the forefront of the Merry Christmas. And just to clarify, it doesn't say Merry Christmas. I didn't write Merry Christmas. Like, <laughs> haha, what a lame, lazy joke. It's like a, a tag, like it's a, a sticky tag, tag that says Merry Christmas, and then I just wrote our names in. So, right, but yeah, I know you're big on Merry Christmas. You're like, <laughs> oh, happy holidays, like, don't oppress me. You're always talking about that, and you're a close friends. That's kind of a cornerstone of this podcast, yeah. So, I, I figured <laughs> that might kind of cool off that subject for a bit. Um, <laughs> and then the kind of like it, it's not quite red, white, and blue, but. It's close. You've kind of, so you've basically kind of soothed the fringe right wing views of this podcast yeah. and of its host. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the Tucker Carlson <laughs> yeah, element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've tamed that. Yes. So I'll I'll go ahead and open it. Okay. Complete disregard for the wrapping job with this opening job he's doing here. <laughs> it's um. What do we it's have here? A, uh, Puzzle, yeah. a jigsaw puzzle. How many pieces? Um, a thousand pieces. <laughs> That'll be fun. Of kind of the the former presidents of the United States. But is it all of them? No, it's not all of them. Who do we have on we've there? Got, <laughs> we've got, of course, both of the Bushes. Yeah, they're Bush, laughing. Bush, uh, junior and senior. Mm-hmm. We've got Ronald Reagan. Yep. Richard Nixon. Uh huh. Um, who's this? That is, is that Gerald Ford. Uh, this is Gerald Ford. That's Gerald That's, Ford. That's, uh, Dwight Eisenhower. And Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. So you, again, you're kind of trying to get back to my Rogan-esque yeah. Tucker. So it's, it's only Republican presidents? 
And uh, so you want me to hang in my living room? Well, let's let's cover the rest <laughs> of what's going on here. They're playing pool. They're playing pool <laughs> in front of a, a, a painting frame of them. Painting <laughs> of them playing the pool. I- another time it is another time i was going to say it's the identical thing but it's obviously uh, like they've done it in the past yeah and then hanging above the pool table we see the it's like a like a glass sort of mosaic lamp tiffany lamp but with the gop elephants and then don't forget in the background uh, just a framed painting of george washington right and you know there's a lot going on here (laughs) Um, Where did you find this? Well, I'll get to that. But I would like to clarify (laughs) that um, my understanding is that at one point in history, the Democrats and the Republicans like sort of changed platforms. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't I'm not even going to pretend that I know when. But, you know, we're playing a little bit fast and loose to have Abraham Lincoln hanging out with Richard Nixon (laughs) or whatever as the same party. I mean, I would say it's kind of crazy to have Richard Nixon in the same room as the Bushes because like the party has continued to go so far right that Nixon at this point would probably seem borderline liberal compared to some of these men. But they're all buddies. They're all, all, I mean, they would all, at the end of the day, (laughs) they're playing pool together. Um, Interesting. So where did you find this? Yesterday when I was driving home from Santa Cruz, I stopped in Lost Hills. Okay. And there is a like truck stop or something that's <laughs> its big thing is that it's like James Dean's last turn or what it's like where he died or near where he Wait, died. How or did something. James Dean die? In a car accident, I think. Oh, okay. Like drag race. I don't know. Oh, I yeah, could let's be assume wrong. drag. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. <laughs> he was in like a hot rod. I think so. And uh, so they have all this James Dean stuff, but then you go inside and they're like, "Hey, try our almond brittle or whatever." <laughs> oh, right, right. And I was looking around trying to find the perfect gift, and it found me. Also, eco-friendly. I don't know if you saw that. Eco-friendly soy-based inks. That yeah. feels like it shouldn't be. Uh, this should be like. Yeah. Made of plastic, throw it directly into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But American made. American made. And plastic. it's called Colin the Blue, which, what does that mean? I'm not really sure. You associate blue with Democrats. Right. So are we saying that that's like you're calling which ball you're going to hit and you're trying to like knock the Democrats into a hole? <laughs> but then you're happy guess. to knock a ball into a hole. Well, the, the, the metaphor falls yeah. apart pretty quickly. <laughs> Unless you see the balls as your enemy. Right. Unless you identify with the white ball. (laughs) (laughs) Which Which some of these men might, I would say. It also, the uh, proximity these men have to the pool table would make this playing pool nearly impossible. Oh, not nearly impossible. Completely impossible. They're all inches away from the table. Two of them are seated. Yeah. This should have been a less close-up photo. Oh, there's Um, the dump truck, by the way. Oh, great. Garbage truck. Um, do you want to toss that right in there or? <laughs> if you'll just give me two minutes. No, this will be going in for next week. Um, are you a big pool player? Do you like to play pool? No, I actually kind of hate playing pool, but I know that you're, you're always saying I'm a pool player first and a Republican second, which is why I got <laughs> you this. Um, that's how I vote. <laughs> yeah. P- pool first. Um, yeah, I used to play pool when i was a teenager is when i first like tried playing pool and it was with this slightly older guy who wanted to have sex with my girlfriend and uh (laughs) george bush jr yeah yeah and you can as you might imagine that was a 
not an ideal situation. Right, right. So he had years of practice on me, both uh, at pool and sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think she thought he was cool. Of course. He was kind of a James Dean type. Yeah, he was. And I hope he dies in a car accident. I wonder where he is now. I know where he is. He may have gone I'm not going to say, but I know where he is. Oh, you know where he is. (laughs) Yeah. You've kept tabs on him? And he's not coming anywhere near my current girlfriend, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Um, I've never played a a full game of pool. It's, I I don't know. Maybe I just suck at it, you know? That's probably what it is. But I don't think it's fun. It's more of a game of, I mean, I guess, like, for people to chat. But if I'm going to chat, I don't need, like, a, I mean, outside of a podcast, I don't need an object. (laughs) Yeah, I need a sort of a way for to make money off sponsorships. <laughs> but I don't need like a some some dumb game. I don't, I don't need a felt covered table. <laughs> no, all I need is my supplements that you can get now from <laughs> our sponsor at <laughs> Do you take any supplements? Oh yeah. What are you taking? Oh my god, I'm taking everything. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, I take like I take uh, multivitamin, I take fish oil, I take a D supplement, I take green tea extract, I take zinc with copper or something, Okay. and then I take a B complex. Okay. I think that that might be it. So are you like swallowing a handful of pills every morning? I do, yeah. I sort of pride myself on the fact that I just take it as one giant handful. How many do you think you swallow? I mean, it really is however many that is, like eight pills. Right, that's a lot of pills. And a few of them are like huge. Right. I've, uh, the amount of pills I've, I swallow in the morning has been steadily growing. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, this is, I have to take two separate swallows to get all the pills into my stomach. God, what are you taking? Uh, Wellbutrin. Okay, well, uh, I didn't include that, but yes, I'm uh, taking Wellbutrin. So that's, that's two pills. Oh, wow. You're uh, on a big dose. 450. You're really depressed. <laughs> I am. You're taking a 300 and a 150? And a 150. So they don't even match? Uh, they don't match. One's big and one's small. And it's so small that my throat kind of doesn't register it. And so it kind of, it frequently gets caught in my throat. Oh. Uh, horrible feeling. Gotta get more water in there. A sip of more coffee, I suppose. Okay. Uh, but then I've got a multivitamin. Uh, the water's too cold for you. I've I got fiber, which is like five pills. Wow. They're suggesting you take Five of them three times a day. Are you on like an all-meat diet? <laughs> kind of. Why, why do you need so much Jim. fiber? I live with Jim. Our diet, I mean... It's all prosciutto and it's stuff? surrounding hamburgers and this sort of thing. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to, you know, maintain the fiber. Also, I have cholesterol issues. Oh my gosh. So then, then I'm also, I'm now taking a new type of pill. I couldn't even tell you. It's some sort of supplement that I've just recently have been taking. Why are you taking it? It was like uh, somebody recommended it for general health, I think. Uh, taking we'll, two of those. We'll talk after. I'm uh, yeah, I'll have to show it, it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. How many pills have I just named? A lot. Probably eight pills. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Do you know what also has been happening to me recently? I've been taking too big of bites. I found myself choking as an adult. Wow. At least twice in the last three months. That maybe, is unacceptable. Maybe you're taking the same size bite, but your throat muscles are just atrophying. <laughs> they can't handle it anymore. <laughs> From all the cigars I'm smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a Rogan type. Yeah. Um, I, it should be noted that Chris and I are currently smoking giant cigars. Yeah, I brought a couple stogies for us. <laughs> I don't think of those as a gift. I think of those as a prerequisite. So that's why he didn't mention it. <laughs> um, no, I've, it's uh, embarrassing. I was with friends, uh, I think, two days ago. Suddenly I'm choking on a taco. I was like, what is wrong with me? I mean, I definitely feel like I'm... The amount that I'm like clearing my throat with nothing going on 
Oh, interesting. Oh, that's a bad sign. I'm not mid-meal, mid-beverage, you know? <laughs> just the older I get, the more I'm like... <clears throat> <clears throat> Do you think that's just a, like a nervous habit, or is there something going on with your body? Well, what could possibly be going on with your body that would drive you to need to do that? I have no idea, but it feels shameful. Maybe you're producing a ton of saliva? Maybe. I don't know. That's a... I don't... I haven't noticed that yet, but it could be coming for me. I heard on a podcast that the frequency... uh, This is going to be wrong, I'm sure, but (laughs) the frequency that you have to urinate has to do with whether you take like sips or gulps really that water. can't be true that seems hey i heard it on huberman lab i didn't fact check it but that's what i heard you it know? sounds like an urban legend to it, me it's a top podcast i mean so is joe rogan but it's a top <laughs> podcast so i mean i guess that kind of makes sense i constantly have to pee but i'm constantly taking gulps i'm taking big gulps and i'm drink. i am drinking a lot yeah i'm constantly drinking things i'm should be drinking more but I with as little as I drink, I'm still have to pee all the time. And you're taking gulps. I mean, you brought a giant thing of water, and you haven't had a, even a sip of it yet. That's right. I'm, which, af- I'm afraid of. You gotta you gotta pay the piper, <laughs> which is the toilet. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I mean, I'll have to keep an eye on that. The other thing I've heard about peeing is when you wake up in the night and need to pee, you're not waking up because you need to pee. You're peeing because you woke up. Interesting. So it's just like you wake up and you're like, oh, I need to use the restroom. Well, Rather what, than when I wake up, I'm like, I'm about to wet. piss the bed. So <laughs> I'm glad that I, what, whichever came first, I'm glad that I woke up. It's an emergency regardless. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever wet the bed? I can't. I'm sure I did. That's it, a like, no. <laughs> That's a no. That's an obvious. I mean, I can tell you I have a vivid memory. I don't mean like once. I mean like. Oh, like frequently? Yeah. No, I have. I will say I have a vivid memory of the last time I peed my pants. Okay. I was seven years old. I was in Shopco. God, brag much? Uh, seven? I was like 25. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, but we'll... <laughs> Do you want to talk about that or is that... You go ahead. <laughs> I, I just remember standing in the toy aisle of a Shopco. Uh-huh. I guess my mom was off somewhere in the store shopping, and I wanted to look at the toys so bad that I guess I just stood there and peed my pants and then walked off. I mean, a nearly identical thing almost happened to me two days ago. I was at Amoeba in San Francisco. Oh, sure. I was looking through the records. I was like, wow, they have a big reggae section. So I'm like really (laughs) spending my time in there. And I had to piss like from the minute I walked in. But then I got really interested in looking at the records and was like, okay, looking stuff up online, adding it to a playlist on Spotify, Mm -hmm. digging through stuff. Essentially shoplifting, by the way. I mean, (laughs) they put it up there. I didn't put it up on Spotify. I didn't say I was looking on Napster. (laughs) But I'm digging through, adding stuff to a playlist, looking stuff up on Discogs, mm-hmm. just like my bladder's like, hello. And then when I finally got out, I was like, oh, I'm going to piss my pants. Oh, no. Yeah. Did they have, a, did but... they have a public restroom at Abima? No. Oh, you've got to be kidding no me. No way. So I'm just like, this was in San Francisco. I'm like sprinting down Hate Street, just like, where can I go? And they're all, they're all hostile to like having people use a public restroom. Right. But I'm also like, I don't want to spend any money. I feel like it should be illegal not to have a public restroom. I would vote for that. I think that's, I mean, that should be a public service you have to offer. Yeah. Because otherwise it's an emergency. People are going to be using the street. It's a human... It's something that has to happen. It's a human rights crisis. (laughs) 
I, I it's agree. The number with you. one human rights crisis yes. is the lack of public restrooms. Yeah, lack of pool tables is number one. Lack of public restrooms is number two. No, I really think a business to qualify as a business <laughs> should have to have a you know let me in there. Let yeah. me see what you're working with the toilet yeah, wise. Let me see what you, let, that's what I. That's actually how I met Anna. That's what I said to her. I said, let me see what you're working with toilet wise. <laughs> That's how, I mean, you did meet in San Francisco, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. So, hey, no public restrooms around here, have you noticed? Not anything to offer? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, let's uh, talk in 10 years. Wait, so did you wet the bed? Yeah. Uh, until what age? Um, Sometime in middle school. Okay. It was, like, mortifying. So, that was the wetting the bed from, like, a toddler until middle school? I don't know when it started, but... Yeah, I mean, throughout, like, elementary school, for sure. Okay. And then into, like, middle school. Thankfully, it stopped when I, I don't know, around that age. Did it kind of just teeter off? Yeah, kind of. Oh, so you didn't have to, like, do any sort of... No, we had, my family had, like, talked about the possibility of, like, trying... There's, like, all kinds of... orphanage or... Yeah, (laughs) just getting rid of me, in quotes. Or using whatever kind of arcane devices they had in the 90s. Even though that seems recent, it's like, yeah, we hook up a little thing to your wiener that electrocutes you. Is that true? (laughs) That can't be true. I I feel like there was something like that. It was like, it gives you a little shock to wake you up so you go to the bathroom. What? You're like, oh no. no." That feels like it's only going to make the problem way worse. Yeah, I would think so. So you just got lucky then. It just kind of... Uh, I wouldn't exactly say I got lucky, but... Yeah, I guess they didn't electrocute my penis. So, in, if we're looking <laughs> I don't at count the, that as lucky, the, the silver lining it's a major here, windfall. Yeah. yeah, it's a big win for me. That's a I'm chalking that up as a W over here. <laughs> uh, how often were you peeing the bed? I think like most of the time. Oh, like every night. Yeah. Oh my god, that's almost. I, I don't know. I wonder what it was related to. Too like, there's no way to know. But my household was just really stressful growing up as okay. well. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder if that was part of it. I really don't know. Did they use, like, uh, plastic sheets or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was kind of some solution to it. No, because then the piss is just hovering on top of the sheet, and you're just in a big, deep puddle of your own piss. (laughs) 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 So, you know, I never got stitches, but I got my own (laughs) stuff going on, sure. I had night terrors until... The middle of fifth grade. Really? Uh, I was so afraid of falling asleep and a spider biting me or a rat biting me. Wow. That I saw, I would cover my entire body with socks and everything up into my head. So limited space for things to bite me. Oh my gosh. And then I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, I would think you wouldn't be able to. Where did this fear come from? uh, The rat thing came from, I had a rat in first grade and it escaped into our garage and kind of became rabid. And so it felt like a betrayal. (gasps) Oh my God. It was in there eating a Snickers. What? Uh, So I think that's where that fear came from. (laughs) And then the spider thing, I think there was a lot of stuff in the 90s, like about, uh, what was the, like Black Widows and what's the other one? The brown recluse? Recluse? Yeah. Yes. Uh, That like those will kill you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then there was also... Hantavirus? Do you have you ever heard of this? I have the yeah. mouse disease. Yeah, I yeah. was horrified of having it. Uh, <sighs> so all of those things combined to make me think that while asleep, some creature was going to come kill I, me. I didn't think we would get to this, but we were recently dealing with a rat problem at our house. Oh no! Yeah, we had like somebody come by and they sealed up some openings to like our attic, but um, we were like 
putting out traps, which just feels bad morally or whatever, but... I don't... I mean, I'm sorry. I no. mean, yeah, I agree with you, but it's like, you're kind of like, yeah, this isn't like a bug or something where you're like, oh, let's put some paper under a cup and take it outside. Mm-hmm. You're like, I guess we could get the bubonic plague or you something. You could get uh, all sorts of things. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could... The list goes on and on and on. So, uh... We were trying to deal with it, and then um, Anna had this solo show that she was doing. Yes. Is it the same one I've seen? I think so. Incredible yeah. show. Oh, wait, no, a different no, one. No, different. A different one. I'm sure a it's more just recent as good. One. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but there's a, this big sort of set piece, which is a giant, like, person-sized paper mache nose. Yes, I've seen this. Okay, okay. And so the nose, um, somebody else made it, and then we brought it to our house, and then it was just so big that we were like... it doesn't fit anywhere in here so let's put it in the basement we put it in the basement but the rats had moved to the basement and so then the rats moved into the nose <laughs> and it was just like mortifying a pet we then we had like a pest control guy coming by and he would like open the door to the basement the, the nose was right in front of the door to the basement so you'd open the door and he'd be like okay like let's put some traps and we'll try to figure out like what's going on but then, like, the nose would just start rustling, and it's like, well, I think we know where your problem oh, is. Oh, my God. But, you know, you're. it was a couple weeks of putting traps and, like, leaving the nose in there before we were like, I guess we can... I mean, we wanted to get rid of it, but you're just like, are rats going to pour out of it and crawl on my arm and bite my face or something? Yeah. Uh, so, ultimately, I suited up and... <laughs> what did you suit up in? You know, I put on like an N95 and mm-hmm. had like, I might have had a leather jacket on. <laughs> it's like I was going for a motorcycle ride. It was like the James closest. Dean is the theme of this entire yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, It's my vibe, sort of. So, uh, but yeah, I put like a tarp outside and then I just like moved the, I tried to seal off all the openings to the nose because it was Both open. nostrils. It was open at the bottom so that a, someone could stand up inside of it. Oh, okay, okay. To film this video that she uses in her show. All right. So I tried to seal off all of the nostrils and stuff and then moved it into this tarp that I had, then wrapped in this tarp, wrapped the tarp in duct tape, put the duct tape nose into a U-Haul that we rented, (laughs) drove it 10 miles away, (laughs) and then just cruised around like we were, you know, the wet bandits from Home Improvement. What? No. Home Alone. Home Alone. I was at Home Depot, Home Improvement. We've covered both of those subjects. That's why they're fresh on my mind. So we drove to Pasadena. Sorry. And um, if any, if the city of Pasadena is listening, I'm sorry. We drove over there and uh, we were just like cruising around like criminals, like casing the joint, trying to find a dumpster we could use. <laughs> and we found one and just, it was like, go, go, go. And just put this huge nose. I'm talking like four feet tall, it's four enormous. feet wide, two and a half feet deep. Uh-huh. Like it's like it's, a parade float. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's gonna be in the Rose Bowl parade. They might if they find it. They're like, hey, I think we could use this. Dora the Explorer. You know, we could save a little bit of money if we give her this nose. We got transplant. all these rats in this nose. Yeah, yeah. So you just stuffed it into a dumpster. Yeah. Like late at night. Middle of the day. Middle of okay. Well. Well, dusk. Dusk. Oh, yeah. romantic. Perfect time. <laughs> I I thought you were just going to say that you had just dumped it like in the street or something. I think that's perfectly fine. I think so too. But you know, we're like using somebody else's dumpster or whatever. Well, there are worse things you could do with a dumpster. Yeah, you could fuck it. <laughs> that's all I could think of. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we edit that in? 
<laughs> louder. <laughs> louder and multiple times. Just so kind I, of when broken I listen record. to it, I go, you piece of shit. I feel bad about it. <laughs> um. Oh, wow. Did you? Do, so do you think there were rats in it when you moved it? I think there was one rat in it. Uh, one lonely rat. I, I really do. Yeah, I heard like, a little bit of sound and i was like yeah i think somebody is still in there heard it like a sweet little song being sung yeah oh so it's been separated from its family yeah but i mean it would have been siblings. otherwise because well it would have been probably caught otherwise uh, right. by caught i mean killed by a trap so, so is the rat situation solved now knock on wood i i think so okay we haven't seen any lately we just were waiting and trapping and waiting and oh. trapping and waiting and then you know, the traps were still set, hadn't been sprung, and the bait was still in them. That's like the indicator. It's like if something's taking the bait or not. Right, right. And it was like, so far, so good. So, What are we baiting rat traps with these days? Is it cheese or is it some sort of paste? I'm putting, if it was me, I would put peanut butter in there. But okay. when a pest control guy comes by, we had two different guys come by, and they both were like putting slim jims in there oh i don't i hate the idea of a rat eating meat i mean there's nothing more horrifying it feels to me. gross and even what's even grosser is that i am so like uptight and like anal and like hyper vigilant about stuff that like when the pest control guy left i was like uh, you know now it's my shift uh. basically it wasn't like i'll leave it up to him and when he comes mm -hmm. back you know he'll do his thing I have, like, no trust, so I'm just like, okay, he's gone, so now let's make sure everything... Like, if we would catch something, I wouldn't be like, I'll let him dispose of it. I'm like, okay, I need to throw that thing away, rebate the trap, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. I fell down this YouTube rabbit hole where I was, like, watching, like, best ways to trap, <laughs> like, best traps. You can get this $300 electric trap, and... <laughs> Like psychotic people. There's like two top YouTubers that are. <laughs> one is this pair of twins that's really annoying. These middle-aged uh, twins who own this pest control company, and they're like, "Watch us. We're gonna get these guys out. This guy's had rats for ten years. We're gonna get him out of here in thirty minutes. Ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, it's it's not them doing the hardest part. They like send like this some poor like Central American guy into like the ductwork with like a GoPro on his head. And they're like, we're going to get them out of there in 30 minutes. Oh, no. And then they're like just shoving his body into the... <laughs> well, they're truly making millions of dollars off of this YouTube thing. Revenue, this guy's yeah. probably making $14 an hour. Totally. And then the other guy is this Canadian guy who he's like very soft-spoken. I've probably spent about $50,000 in the last five years on traps. And so, <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure he just has a barn and like uh -oh, field mice well. come through. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... There's something wrong there. You're this is for fun or like for your YouTube project. <laughs> this is not you don't like, want it to be solved. You don't want it to right. be solved. So it's yeah, kind it's of disturbing. a Texas chainsaw massacre mouse version. Yeah, yeah. But they're like every video promises you the same thing, uh -huh. and they just have like the most clickbaity title. So you're like, whoa! If you the absolute best bait for killing rats. Oh my god. And then it's like, these guys are tr truly like setting out a buffet, basically, <laughs> where it's like, okay, we're going to put a Slim Jim, then we're going to cover it in peanut butter, and then here's our, my little secret. He like literally blows cinnamon onto the, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. What? He blows cinnamon onto it. 
And he's like, and it'll be on the ground nearby. They love it. An after school snack. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that that does anything. I I can't imagine. I feel like rats will just go for any sort of food. If it smells like something, they're going to eat it. They don't need a like a latte. The Canadian guy set up a thing where he put this square out. It's I don't know how to explain this. Like a grid, mm-hmm. right? And all these different squares on the grid had different types of bait. It's like an advent calendar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, we'll see which ones they like best. And it was like, so he uses his night vision camera to see what they go to most and first and whatever. And it was just like, why am I doing with this, this with my life? Was there a clear winner? Not really. No? I mean, like, I know peanut butter was near the top. I can't remember if it was number one. It's but. weird how universally beloved peanut butter is. Yeah. Every animal loves peanut butter. Humans love peanut butter. Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed, of course. Ronald Reagan, I bet. I heard that was a... a Recently, I don't know why I was looking this up, but that they didn't actually use peanut butter to do the thing with his... What did they do? He was just talking. (laughs) It was real, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't ready to know. (laughs) No, I feel like there was like a string or something. Oh, something worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's a shame it feels like the peanut butter thing would work yeah but it's he was doing it on cue it's like obviously it's right how stupid were we to think <laughs> to fall for that to go the great lie oh yeah maybe they wrote the script around when he would lick the peanut butter they reverse engineered it and were these were we believing that the peanut butter was like at the front of his mouth or like on the roof of the his roof mouth? of his mouth so some we were assuming that someone was sticking their hand in there with peanut butter yeah Actually, that makes no sense at all. Of course, that didn't happen. Maybe they could put like a those wooden things that you put a pizza in the oven with. <laughs> what are those called? Big wood spatula, pizza grabber. Yeah, <laughs> one of those PGs. <laughs> put P- that in the horse's mouth. PG just loaded with peanut. Butter. Yeah, they mod they mod one of those out. <laughs> um, interesting. <laughs> I don't know where we are. Though, yeah, to say the least. Podcast. Uh, I've got this puzzle. Yeah. I mean... And you can frame it when you're done. and uh, then Of course. And, you know, the real gift I'll give you... Because you asked me not to bring a gift, so I didn't bring a right, gift. Right, right. You gave me a piece of the, the puzzle, yeah, so to speak. If it helps, you know, when you're done assembling the puzzle... Right. I'll come over and hang it up if, if it helps your and Jim's oh, relationship. Uh, that, exactly. That would be nice. Yeah, because obviously you're going to frame it, so... And we need it somewhere that's just kind of always there. Yeah, kind of over the bed. <laughs> Sort of above the bed. Um, that makes sense to me. Uh, so I'll be calling you. Yeah. I'll put this together. And I'm very excited about it. But I think I think we should play a game. Okay. Do you want to play a game called Gift Master or Gift or a Curse? Ooh. Let's do Gift or a Curse. Okay. I need a number between one and ten from you. Eight. Eight. Okay. I have to... Oh, my God. Well, first of all, the amount of alerts I'm getting uh, for like my google calendar at this point look how many alerts i have for this podcast why is that happening to me wow That's like he's got five alerts, alerts. <laughs> okay well sorry. well well now we're gonna count i didn't realize one we were, two uh, well you're saying eight because you just said, I said eight. five. Oh, i said eight you said eight. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. okay well you're counting that so, one is it? Right. price is right rules you win uh why am i talking about this you gave me the number eight I have to do some, like, calculating. Right now, you can promote something, recommend something. Just talk to the listener. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I don't have much going on lately. <laughs> 
But, you know, if you want to find me online, I'm I'm on Instagram at Woomp Thayer it is. W-H-O-O-M-P Thayer, T-H-A-Y-E-R it is. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Chris Thayer Says. And uh, my website has my tour dates at thisischristhayer.com. And that's pretty much me. Perfect. Yeah. Look for Chris anywhere online. He's wonderful. And also, I was just uh, remembering, you had a, uh, you have two videos on Twitter that are two of my favorite things ever. There's the one where you do the accent. Uh-huh. The, is it Scottish accent? Um, it's it's, a, a, it's supposed to be British, but it really covers, you know... Kind of a generic British accent. It becomes Australian, it feels like, at some <laughs> point. Yeah, it's all over the place. And then there's the... Uh, the Jingle Bell. Yes, Jingle Bell Rock. Yes. Both yeah. of those are two of my favorite pieces of media. Um, this is how we play Gift or a Curse. I'm going to name three things. You tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. There are correct answers. You can lose. You can win. You can do in between. Whatever. Okay. Okay. They're all listener suggestions. They always are at this point because people are suggesting nonstop. Uh, this first one is from someone named Dan. Gift or a curse? Trains. Hmm. I would say curse. <laughs> I'm going to go with curse. Why? Well, I was actually thinking about how poor rail transit is in the United States. Sure. So I would say if we're talking Region 1 DVD, um, <laughs> they're a curse. Maybe if you're somewhere like in Europe or... Asia, yeah, or where almost any other India country or something like where train transit is like makes sense. That might be a gift, but here it's like Amtrak is incredibly expensive. It sucks. I'm going curse. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I basically feel the same way. An American train is always so disappointing. Yeah. Essentially, as much as a flight. Yeah. Frequently worse than a bus. Yeah. Uh, just kind of depressing. Really depressing. And there's also that element of thinking about, oh, if I were in another country, this would be luxurious, yeah. affordable, and fast. Yeah. Yeah, curse. I yeah. think that, I mean, you got it right. Number two, uh, this is from someone named Susie. Okay. Gift or a curse, add to cart to see price when online shopping. You familiar with how this works? Yeah. I mean, I am... <laughs> I will just say, if I get this wrong, I'm so interested to hear the other perspective on this. I see no good in this. I absolutely, it's a curse. I don't understand what the point is. And I've had to do this recently. Like, I thought this technology was over, Mm -hmm. you know? But it's like, it's also weird because if you Google something, like a product or type of product... Google Shopping or whatever will tell you the price. Right. And then sometimes you click on the item to go to the website that it's from. Mm-hmm. And that place is like uh-uh. coy about it. Like, <laughs> where did you put it hear? in your card if you want to find out? <laughs> and you're like, I already know it's $16.99. <laughs> Just let me see the truth. So, curse. Of course. Yeah. I mean, do they think they're going to trick you? Like, that once you get into the car, you're like, there's no turning back? Is that what the thought is behind that? That's the only reasoning I can think, but th- I'm never going to fall for that. I'm wondering if I'm trying here, right? <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. Is it if they 
showed you the price, like too many people would buy it. So by adding this extra step, it's like you have to be curious enough. So it's almost like only insiders are getting this deal, but it's like the smallest step to make you an insider is that you have to click it uh-huh. to add it to your cart. Or is it like a, a defense against like bot buying? Yeah, maybe. But I feel like we're giving it too much credit. Yeah, I mean, the bot thing, I'm like, I'm only ever... Like, the way that websites monitor one another's prices, sometimes I'm saving one penny. <laughs> so are the bots really like, oh, man, this external hard drive is a cent less. We got to get 4,000 of these. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. And, and like... In a physical store, I don't have to take the product all the way to the cash register to find... Well, sometimes I do. Um, but yeah. most, if that was the entire store's MO, no one would go there. You know what I wish more stores had? What? Is like a price check thing. Oh, I love like a mid-store price check? Yeah. Feels great. Because it feels... I feel like such an idiot. Have, you you got to go up and you got to wait in line. Like Right. I guess now you could maybe use a self-checkout if they have that, but... But then you still have to go to the front of the store. Yeah. Yeah. More store. I mean, that's easy technology to have. Yeah. They don't want us to know the truth. They don't want us to. Uh, but yeah, the add to cart to see price thing. I mean, anyone that's into that's out of their mind. I mean, you know, I need to know before I add to cart, and you're not going to trick me. Uh, fine. Oh, so you've gotten two so far. Excellent. Um, third, this is from Mara. Uh, gift or a curse? Eating a little pinch of shredded cheese right from the bag. Yeah, that's a gift. Um, <laughs> it sounds great. I'm I'm thinking about it. it I'm I'm loving it. But <laughs> I, I do think it's a gift. I will say that. I will say I'm not buying shredded cheese anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I stopped, but when I picture shredded pre-shredded cheese in a bag, I am picturing it for some reason dusted with flour to keep <laughs> the pieces of cheese from t- sticking Just dry to each as other. Hell. And I don't like that. <laughs> like, just let the cheese do its its do its thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cheese is good. Having a little bit is good. Having a place for it to be stored is good. I'm with all that. Chris, you've won the game. Oh my god! It's a very short list of people. It's not many people. Below ten, I would say, Annalise. Is that correct? Below ten. Wow. Incredible. I love the little pinch of cheese. I don't have any shredded cheese currently, but if it's there, you got a bag, why wouldn't you take a pinch? Yeah. It feels like a thing that you you do when you're visiting your parents, (laughs) right? Yeah, it's just like a nice little snack. And they're like still buying pre-shredded cheese. My parents do buy uh, shredded cheese. Exactly. (laughs) They don't care. They don't even know that there's, it's dusted with some chemical that keeps (laughs) it from drying or whatever, whatever. sticking together. I almost consider the shredded cheese that you're kind of taking pinches of a different category from cheese. It's almost like it's a little snack. It's there. I'm not actually putting it in anything or putting it on anything. It's there for me to slowly devour. I mean, actually, we started the podcast with me having cottage cheese mm-hmm. in the fridge for three months. I like the cheese to be there for a little snack. Yeah. What happened with the cottage cheese? What was the thought there? I bought two. When I go, I love cottage cheese. I love to eat it as a snack. But there are two options. There's the huge one. Or there's the small one. The little one. The small one will be gone in a day and a half. But the big one? The big one, it's too much. Yeah. Like, by day four, you're like, oh, I don't want any more cottage cheese. And you forget about it. And then, What are you eating? How are you eating cottage cheese? I just have a little bowl. By itself? Yeah. Sometimes I'll, like, uh, have it with chips. Uh, (laughs) 
Chris is shaking his head. And has this always been like a, a source of pleasure for you? Yeah, it kind of has. I mean, more in the last cup, maybe in the last four years, it's become more of a regular snack for me. When I was a kid, it was a snack. Then there was a, I think, and this is, I think this is for every society in general, cottage cheese fell out of favor. Yeah. I, I still think of it in that way. I think, okay, that's like, you know, it's a Kathy cartoon. <laughs> Here we are in 1991. Kathy does a lot of good things. She loves chocolate. Uh, she, I leave Kathy alone. Okay, well, you know, that's another podcast <laughs> and it's great. But, um, oh, that is another yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's another podcast. I listened to it. I really enjoyed it. The Act Cast. Yeah, the Act Cast. Jamie Loftus. Yes. Um, but, you know, cottage cheese, I think of it as like an early 90s, like dairy sort of, uh, not dairy, diet dieting right, fad right. sort of punchline thing uh-huh. and i never got into it and it's even when i still see it like i can picture a friend of mine actually just sent me home with something in a container oh i love that and the container i was like this looks old even though it's from now <laughs> the the one from trader joe's that's like pink oh yeah that's the one i've got in my fridge and i just i'm trying I'm I'm trying here, you know. I really am <laughs> trying to see your side of things, but now are you vegan or vegetarian? Uh, I've been eating meat. Oh, you have. Okay, yeah. so you could eat cottage cheese. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actively choosing not to. Um, is it like a that it's a lean protein? Is that what's going on? It, it, but it tastes good. It's yeah. like kind of salty. It's it tastes great. I do think. you eat whatever you want, or are you like I eat for dinner? I eat whatever I want. Uh huh. I have a treat once a at night i have a a cookie Uh (laughs) for lunch it's like i'll eat whatever i want maybe for three to four days a week Uh and my breakfast is just like a boring thing that i can just count on to eat and is this like because you're getting ripped at the gym all the time (laughs) uh this is because i'm just i'm trying to be more conscious of what i'm eating i guess as like as i get older and like as i become aware that my cholesterol is soaring through the roof and is that i'm assuming or guessing like is that a genetic thing i don't picture that it's yeah yeah i think it it is a little genetic i I just have a hard time thinking that it's like your diet or i mean you haven't seen what i eat for dinner yeah that's true i mean (laughs) i eat a lot of french fries a lot of hamburgers oh wow not a lot of other things you know a lot of fried food Huh. I'm really asking for it in a way that I eat yeah. a lot of eggs, you know, I'll go get breakfast tacos, that kind of thing. A lot of uh, fr- deep fried eggs. <laughs> Throw a batch of eggs in the fryer. What are those things called? Wait, scotch, is that a- eggs. scotch oh, eggs. Oh, scotch egg. That's true. I've never Stuffed had a scotch with egg. hamburger meat, basically. Have you had one of those? I have, yeah. I bet I would like that. I mean, I'm sure you would. It's, it's basically people- everything that you described eating already combined. <laughs> Scottish people make things that. Sound absolutely horrifying that I think are probably, uh, taste good. Uh, haggis, like, sounds horrifying, but then it's just sausage, basically. Yeah. It sounds Scotch bad. Scotch egg sounds crazy, but I bet it tastes good. Yeah. How did we get here? Cottage cheese. Yeah. I want you to buy the small one. Not the reduced fat, just a f- normal... Treat, treat myself. Treat yourself. Experiment with your body. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll do that for you. Thank you. Yes. And I want the listener to do that as well. We have to answer a listener question. Of course. Yeah. Um, this is called I Said No Emails. It is the final segment of the podcast. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. My entire listener base is, I mean, their lives are tragic, horrible. I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Devastating. Every one of them has a problem. They need answers. Will you help me? Of course. 
This is Dear Bridger and Lovely Guest. That's nice. Thank you. My BFF- How did they know it was me? Uh, the, look, the listener, despite their lives being just devastating, yeah. they're insightful. Okay. My BFF's birthday is coming up in April, and I desperately need help with a gift. We've been, uh, we've been friends for around 17 years, and I've known her since our embarrassing middle school era. She's turning 29, so it's definitely the last hurrah before she starts menopause. So this person has a real uh, fundamental misunderstanding of menopause. Uh, She's super smart and currently works as an engineer for a super big brother company that shan't be named. Well, we we could make some guesses. Facebook? Yeah. Maybe they work for Facebook. Who knows? Uh, She enjoys going to the movies and reads all sorts of stuff on her Kindle. We now live on opposite coasts, so we don't get to hang out as much. She doesn't like plants and lives by the motto, set it and forget it. She wears Crocs in her free time, so that should paint the full picture for you. I wear Crocs in my free time. Thank you for your time. With lots of love and admiration, Angel F. Okay. Okay, so she needs to buy a gift for this person who's turning 29, who wears Crocs. Uh, We're assuming this friend lives on the West Coast, Silicon Valley. Okay. That makes sense, right? Yeah. I think so. The friend and who clearly works for Google or Bing or Yahoo. Yahoo. They're That's still not, out there. Don't count out Yahoo. Yeah. They've they have held on in an incredible way. Maybe it's Amazon. Wait, what? Maybe it's Amazon. What's that? <laughs> Can I not say that? Wait, what is it? Amazon. Oh, you said Amazon. <laughs> I didn't hear you say Amazon. Sorry, is this thing on? <laughs> I said it three times. I got- I thought you were saying Emmy. I thought there was a rule against saying it, the way that you responded to me. <laughs> no. Um, like, are, is he creating space to edit this part out? Do not say that, please. <laughs> um, she works in Silicon Valley, doesn't like plants. What does that, she lives, set it, and forget it. That's like crock pot. That's what I was thinking. Right? I, I was thinking, like, I think there's a, a combination um, instant pot air fryer. Oh. Something that does both. Does both? I think I, think, I I think there might be. I associate instant pots with uh, wet. Yeah, I'm. And I'm the fryer obviously with crispy. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that there is something like that. Feel free to double check and humiliate me on the podcast yet again. <laughs> but um, so you're suggesting like a? I mean, the hard thing about this is that I imagine that you're if the friend works at one of the big tech companies. Um, she can buy literally anything she wants right, and already has. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got Crocs, so she's like living a life of comfort and convenience. And she's out gardening. So she is looking out for herself in that way. Right, right. She's um, reading. Yeah. So, okay, set it and forget it. What are the little things you put on a Croc? The little decorations? Uh, yeah, there are some charms that they put on mm-hmm. the But Crocs. there's like an official name. It's like jewels with a Z or... <laughs> Uh, Annalise, do you have any idea what those are called? They're like widgets or zappies. I, my favorite one that I've seen is it's it's just a, a smaller croc. Oh, that's a cute little idea. Yeah, I think that one's good. <laughs> uh, Annalise is desperately searching for what these could be called, and we might have an answer. 
I, I don't know if this is it, but I found something that's called a disposable. It's like a mini crock pot, but I'm not finding it. Did you oh, make this up, Bridget? Annalise, not crock pot. Oh, now, now that this is an interesting confusion, and we may have just come up with a new hybrid product. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about crocs that you wear. Oh. We went from crock pot to crocs. Yeah, that's why it's confusing. Oh, okay. 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 Annalise has been fired from the podcast. <laughs> for we're, trying, we're trying to figure out the, the name for the charms that you put on crocs, the shoe. But how the shoe fa- charms. I, I want to know the real gibbets. name. Gibbets. Thank wow, you. gibbet. <laughs> That's all getting it's out like of the doubt. Di- <laughs> We're putting that all in. Giblets. Uh, giblets. Giblets. <laughs> <laughs> giblets. Yeah, those are, that seems like a good gift you could give. Uh, like a bag full of gibbets. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so much like giblets. <laughs> are giblets the little, little chicken pieces? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So And they come in a bag, which is weird that you specified that, you know? <laughs> Just a bag of wet, like, chicken pieces. Yeah. And you want to clarify what you're talking about, because after all this confusion, <laughs> the you, the listener could then go out and get her friend. She's like, hey, I know you're about to go through menopause. Here's a bag of, here's a bag of giblets, you old bitch. Uh, I mean, I think go either way. Get the giblets, giblets, maybe both. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. That's a good birthday dinner, giblets, and then you surprise her with the giblets. She can eat it out of a little shoe. <laughs> A crock full of gib- giblets. Yeah. Uh, that feels like it makes perfect sense to me. I think so. Based on the information we had. And it's so interesting. Crock, crock pot, it all came full circle giblets, in a giblets. way that makes me sick. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we answered the question perfectly. Yeah, we did what we could. <laughs> she can't complain. The friend certainly can't complain. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know if there's anything left to say. Maybe farewell. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have my gift. Yeah, I've got my puzzle. I'll get right to work on it. Do you put puzzles much? Uh, we did one during the pandemic, of course. So no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. You know, I got this. I thought the picture was funny, and I, I was like, if it was just the picture, I understand straight in the trash. Right. But I'm like, at least there's an element of like, it's something. Usable. It's a game. It's a challenge or whatever. Right. Before you throw it in the trash, which you're welcome to throw it in the I'm trash. I'm not throwing it. Don't I, donate it or Chris, whatever. Chris, I've never, I mean, I've thrown very few things in the trash from this podcast. I mean, at some point I'm going to have to throw A lot away. of past guests are squirming in their seat right now going, name names, <laughs> name gifts. <laughs> That's a bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, where I just really rip into people. Yeah. You should just do a Patreon where you only, you just talk about things that you're throwing away one episode <laughs> per item that you're tossing and why that's not a bad idea actually my i could call it my garbage can or yeah bridger's trash yeah um and you love trash i do love you're trash. always posting photos of garbage I've on been, instagram th- doing things for 10 years i think that's coming up on its 10th anniversary yeah how's that still happening i guess i inspired you <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when Two I mentioned things came into my life around the same time. Kind of like when I mentioned um, I, that idea I had for a podcast. No presents, thanks. <laughs> it was right before you started this one. Not sure if you remember. Conveniently, <laughs> maybe you forgot. <laughs> the, I mean, save it for court. Uh, talk to my lawyer. We'll okay. go through mediation or All something. Right. All right. Um, I I think I will make this at some point. I am going to make the puzzle. I cannot wait. And then I'm going to frame it and I'll put it in a confusing place in my home where people, where like guests will visit and be like. What's happening? I'm sure the listeners would love to see the completed puzzle. Uh, uh, by the time, I mean, so I, listeners, <laughs> make sure I'm to so uh, <clears throat> to comment on the on the Instagram account for the podcast with um, <laughs> the hashtag 
Puzzle, please. <laughs> well, they will see some element of this on Instagram, whether it's finished or not. Yeah, yeah. But, but now I, if you for... haven't seen a finished puzzle, you're going to be commenting hashtag puzzle, please. <laughs> <laughs> on on the Instagram for the podcast. Listener, the podcast is over. Or Chris, thank you for being here. It's yes. <laughs> yes, thanks so much. A wonderful time. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, this was great. And again, that hashtag is puzzle please. <laughs> hashtag puzzle please. And that's to the I said no gifts Instagram account. Um, listener, the podcast is over. We've uh we're wrapping it up. Uh You've got to move on and uh, ignore the last 20 or so minutes of this episode. You've got to just put that behind you uh, and move on with your life. The podcast is over. Puzzle, please. (laughs) I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!